When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Hazy huh. day in New York City, those Canadian wildfires. The smoke made its way down to New York, and starting yesterday afternoon, it was getting great. Like, you felt like you are on Mars or something, the... Atmosphere looked like orange, and and it was like smoky out, and hard to open your eyes and breathe outside. Huh. And it's still that way now. Looks pretty though. Huh? Weather good where you are, Key? Huh? Huh? It's all right. I mean, it'll be it'll be good. It'll be probably seventy two today. But you said it. Ra- I, lo- I love when it rains the day before in L A. Because yeah, it, it rained overnight. Like not not rain. It hit a, a few showers, a little mist. But did it know, clear, clear out, out all the sm- oh, like yeah, you know? Yeah, I can see the I can see the sky at two a.m. Oh, it's so nice. The next day when you're driving, you see the mountains all around and everything. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Not not in New York. Right key, you be Texas. driving. You be driving on the four hundred five with the top down. I don't have a convertible. Oh. Okay. <laughs> with your jewelry on. <laughs> No, I don't wear jewelry. Riding like with that. the top down yeah, with top your jewelry down. on? No, it, it's. Just getting my. Not yet, man. Jay. You got it. Because I, 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 there's a version of me I could see you with the top down with the aviator shades okay. on, though. Quoting a song, actually. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, Max would have the aviators. Yeah. Max yeah, I do have, have aviators. Max is an aviator guy. Yeah, top he's gun. An Him and see, JJ. Go look. Him and Jonathan Clay. Where are you hiding from, Max? <laughs> Happens to be extremely Those handsome on me. Fly. What can Those I tell you? Yeah, look good. Like your glasses, Max. Max won. <laughs> hey, but when I wear them, I don't look are like they a prescription, cop. though? No. I need, Max, by the way. Yeah, you should get the prescription. My left eye still, is still, <laughs> still distorted still from that retinal good. surgery. It never came back. I might have to get something. I can wear glasses. Damn. You need a strong lens in the left. Oh, lens no, Max, you know what Max is, Jay? What? Max is a C-list celebrity that don't want to be seen, but want to be seen. The ones that, like, <laughs> Lego games that be wearing the shades with the hood As on. As though like, someone's on, trying man. to see me, but Why? they don't really want to. I'm acting yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> then then if someone recognized me so happy, right? Like, oh, no, I can't right now. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> Yeah, we see him all the time. Like, man, why are you wearing a hoodie on? You looking for attention, man. You looking for attention. You sitting courtside with a hoodie on. (laughs) Yeah, people draw attention to themselves. Like, oh, man, I really don't want to be bothered. But yet still, you're you're right here where you know you're going to be bothered. Hey, well, you ever think of this one? You, You know when people blush, right? When they're embarrassed, they blush, right? Evolutionarily, isn't that interesting that people are so embarrassed they don't want to be seen? They turn bright red so everyone looks at them. Yeah. You think oh, they really oh, don't want I, to be I, seen? I see it. You know, by the way, going like going to Nets games or going yeah. to like other games, you see it all the time. Okay, how about this move? Ready? Where you tell your your publicist that you're going to the game, sitting courtside, right? Like I've seen people do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, going to a friend side. of mine says, Jay. No, how, a friend of mine does this sometimes. Have them give me a shout out. But then when the camera comes to you in a jumbo triangle, like oh. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> like the, the fake humble. Fine, like, you ah, fine. Inf- I'm here. It's- you can infringe on my privacy once more. Fine, okay, fine. I'm used me. to it. But- I'm here. Jay, do you still doubt the yeah. heat? Da, 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 don't answer that yet. We're going to take some phone calls first. Ooh. 
Frank in West Palm Beach. Oh gosh, Frankie, you're on KJ. Hey, listen, guys, I'm so I'm sorry for calling again. I really don't want to become a chronic, but I have to get this off my chest. <laughs> Everybody keeps saying that the Nuggets, the Celtics, the Knicks, and whoever we plays in the first round are all better teams. I can't. I don't understand. I think the reason Miami's winning is because they are a better team. Maybe not talent-wise, but they play better as But, Frank, a team. how would you – I agree. Frank, Frank, you're obviously right. If they weren't the better team, they wouldn't keep winning. Obviously, right? But how would you explain then the fact that – or don't you think it's reasonable for people to think that when their regular season record was what it was, that's why they were the seventh seed coming and they went up the eighth seed because they lost the first game of the play-in, and then they're being outscored in the first three quarters of all these games, right? Like, it's not that people are arriving at this conclusion – you know, out of thin air, the Heat have given them plenty of evidence. What's wild about them is they're able to kind of play at their very best when they need to most. But, but that's what they're having to do in order to overcome these teams with better records. Right? I, I, I understand that. But, I, but team-wise, I'm talking about we, you, we, we all played sports. A team is a team. It's not the individuals, and that's what I'm saying about the Heat. It's pretty obvious that they are playing like a team. Frank, I, I addressed the team point. I already addressed hey, the team J- point. Hey, Frank, I think you called in to speak yeah. to Jay. I think you called in really to speak to Jay. Why don't you go ahead and speak to Jay? Me? Yeah. yeah. Moi? Yeah, go ahead, Frank, because I think you really wanted to address him on the disrespect that he continues to give the Miami Heat. That's a good point. Jay, don't let Key lead you. Wait, wait, put Frank on hold if for you're, a second. If you're really let not Frank angry, think Frank, about what he wants Key to say. No, no, let yeah. Key lead you, but think about what you want to say, Frank. We're going to get <laughs> back to you in a second. Up, Frank. You just think long and hard how, how upset you are at Jay for sleeping on your heat and continuing to disrespect him. In the meantime, Mike in San Antonio, you're y'all on are, KJM. Y'all are big kids, man. What's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? Uh, real quick, man, I, I'm listening to this talk about the, the Lakers and the championship. And, and Kyrie, and I don't know when it happened where people think that Kyrie is like just add water for championships. Boston was better with Kimber Walker than Kyrie. Okay. Kyrie got swept with KD in Brooklyn against Boston. I'm, I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan, and the Dallas Mavericks were better with Finney Smith than with Kyrie. Kyrie is Jamal Crawford top of the line. He gets buckets, but he's not going to make the team better. If, if you look at the Lakers when LeBron was hurt, Austin Reeves was cooking. Hachimura, Vanderbilt, them boys were playing, and Anthony Davis actually played the best during that stretch. I think the Lakers are looking for something outside of their roster, and they just need to run it back. Oh, oh, he said the highest level Jamal Crawford. Just a hell of a thing to be, but it's something less than the, the, the player Jay. that people are saying that Kyrie is. How do you respond? Because when he says they were Jay. better with, he's talking about their record and stuff, Jay. Jay, man, help me understand what he just said because, you know, Help me understand. I mean, pretty much he's saying just run it back. So, uh, look, they are a better team after the trade deadline. Nobody is arguing that at all. No, I'm not. But you still need a punch. So, the real question to Laker fans is, is D'Angelo Russell that Mm -hmm. shot of adrenaline 
that you think can get you over the hump. No. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I personally do not think so. He was unplayable in the finals. The the reason why people are saying Kyrie, Mike, will be a great addition is because you have your El Capitan. You have LeBron James that says, I am the game, the ultimate game manager. I have the best defensive player in the game. That's why you add the most prolific version of Jamal Crawford and Kyrie Irving because it gives you that extra oomph. To get you over when the offense stalls yeah. out. No, Doesn't mean that Austin saying, Reeves can't do his thing, I Keith. I was just about to say, nobody's saying get rid of Austin Reeves. We're saying add Kyrie if you can, so you can have that extra punch. Because you're not getting it. You, you, you couldn't get it from D'Angelo. I mean, it, it, to, to the point where they're bringing him off the bench. And his minutes uh, uh, decreased because he was playing so awful. And if you got a chance to add a Kyrie, I don't give a damn what Kyrie did in Boston. Okay, I don't care what he did in, in Dallas with 10 games. He could trade him, and he plays however many games with, with Luka didn't work out. They had no defense. I don't care about that. I don't care what happened in Brooklyn and getting swept by Boston with a team that wasn't supposed to be there to begin with based on how they were in and out of the lineup and everything that was going on with Ben Simmons and all. So, no, I'm not going to hold him accountable for those things that happened in his past with those other teams. The only thing I care about, is the present. What is he doing in the present moment with the Los Angeles Lakers if he was to join the team? But That's in all order I care to about. get him Too there. many people are hung up on what happened with him in the past. Too many. That's why I said on and off the court, you got to get rid of that. You got to let it go. But in order to get him, because there is a salary cap, you are going to have to either get rid of – and by the way, even if you were to take a discount, the Lakers would still not be able to keep Reeves and Hachimura. I you don't ha- know that. I don't know that. But that's that's how it is. <laughs> like you're, I don't you're not know gonna... that. I don't know that. And okay, I but doubt now that you, everybody but... else knows how Rob Palinka's thinking on how he's going to manipulate See, it's not, the you finances. Can't, you can't spread it out like in the I, NFL. I'm not you're saying, saying Austin spread it Reeves out. is trying to get that, that $100 million deal. There's no he, way you're going to be difficult. able to do that. But, you're not going to be able to keep even, everybody. But what if he's not trying to get a $100 million deal? Maybe he's satisfied with the team that found him and gave him an opportunity to take a certain number. Yeah, I we don't be. know. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I would get that $100 million deal. <laughs> thank, thank you for finding me, Team X. I will take $100 million from yeah, Team but Y. It might be 80, though, Jay. It might be 80, and then you know how NBA is. You can come back and redo him again three years from now. Yeah. So you just don't you don't know. Yeah, we right. don't know, so let's stop pretending like we do know what they're thinking in the front office for the Lakers. I'm Ed gonna, in Michigan. I'm going to need the $100 million guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, team. I'm going to need that money. Ed <laughs> in Michigan. You're on KJM. <laughs> hey, guys, real quick. I'm up in northern Michigan. We got that haze and that fog from that player. Mm. It's crazy up here. Mm. Been this way for days now. But listen, key. I can't. I could not disagree with you more. What do you mean? It's not about. We got to forget about on court and off the court. Kyrie. That's what it is. It's about on court. The Lakers had no defense. They tra- did all the trade at the trade deadline to to fix up that what defense. You mean they don't Kyrie's have defense. not bringing you any defense. They got defense. Now about? they do. He's saying they they they. Wait, are we acting like D'Angelo Russell is a defensive stopper? No. Here? So we're saying if you let D'Angelo no. Russell go, insert Kyrie. Granted, with cap restrictions and challenges like that, it doesn't make them a, a worse defense. I don't team. think anyone is arguing. I hope no one's arguing that even if you're no. against the idea of Kyrie, I hope no one's arguing you wouldn't swap out D'Angelo Russell for oh Kyrie. Of course I would. Of course anyone would in their right mind. Well, so stop that's talking not, like you would. But th- I'm not. That's no, not, I'm talking about Ed. No, I'm not talking Ed. about you. But Max, Ed, you let Ed, Ed, finish. Ed, are you saying you wouldn't swap D'Angelo Russell for Kyrie Irving? 
I would, but you're looking at one player. The Lakers redid their whole entire lineup. It's, it's, he's not bringing you any type of – I mean, I don't, I don't see that he's the star power you need for this team. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't – why? So what, why? What why? Wait, you, wait, 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 hold on, Key. Hold on, Key. Ed, why is he yeah. not the type of firepower that the Lakers could use as a shot of adrenaline? Tell me why. Because he's No, no, I'm not talking about anything off the court, just his game on the court. He didn't say anything yet. <laughs> well, oh, I, you, you know what? That you, offensively, Jay, you're right, 100%. He'll give you the offense. But I, he's, a, he's a defensive liability. I, just, I don't see it working with the Lakers with him. So is D'Lo. So, so D'Lo is not a defensive liability? But D'Lo didn't work. But D'Lo didn't give you any, any offense. That, that if he gave you problem. offense, it would have worked. But, but in other words, there are better ways to spend whatever resources you have, according to this guy, than to direct them to Kyrie because of the lack of defense. You know, even before you get to anything else, the lack of defense. I actually think Kyrie is a very capable defender when he chooses to be. And I've seen him play great defense in big moments against the Warriors, for example, with the fate of the universe on the line. 888 say ESPN, your calls plus what should we expect in this suddenly <laughs> massive Heat Nuggets game three? KJM. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can check us out on the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. You get to work, you want to keep listening, keep listening on the app, live. Jay, do you still doubt the heat? Uh, do you want my answer now? Do I you do. Want me to hold on. I want to hear it now. I have moments where I doubt the heat. Mm-hmm. For moments? sure. Are we in a moment? Is, that, is this a moment right now? I, I, I wonder about the health of Jimmy Butler down the stretch. I wonder how the ankle will handle it. 
And I know people say, oh, here come the excuses. Nobody's making the excuses. I mean, it's a war of attrition. Everybody's playing through injuries, right? But when your injury to your key cog is an ankle and you're seeing those offensive numbers drop compared to what they were a month ago in the playoffs, like that's a little bit alarming and concerning. It makes you worry about it, right? Their ability to execute uh, defensively against a bigger, stronger team. But still, you're sitting – I'm not sitting here saying Miami doesn't have a shot to win, but there are concerns. There are concerns on Denver's side as well. Uh, Way to even it out there, Jay. Yeah. I mean, it's – The reason I've compared Jimmy Butler to like Rocky Balboa and the Heat to that sort of thing, there's a writer in the New Yorker, Kala Fasana, a friend of mine, who has written about the Rocky movies recently for the New Yorker. And he talked about how like the basic message is with the right motivation, right? You know, you can overcome anything. That's what reminds me, Jimmy Butler's attitude, the Heat's attitude. You said finding the right pieces to, that, for people to buy in, all that stuff. To have a leader like Jimmy Butler, it makes me, they are so motivated. It makes me think they're able to overcome anything. And when you look at them in the championship rounds in the fourth quarter, they're plus 90 as Hembo had the stat, plus 90 in the playoffs. I never heard anything like it. I mean, maybe it exists, but a team that has throughout the playoffs been outscored in every single quarter but the fourth quarter, and in that quarter they're plus 90, and they were an eighth seed, and they had to play a one and a two and a one, and, and they're knotted up at home now in the five. I've never, I, just, I don't know that this has ever happened before in sports. Not like this. You want to take some calls? Walter in North Carolina. You're on KJM ESPN Radio. Hey, good morning, guys. Good to be on the show. Uh, I want to talk directly to Max and Keyshawn because Jay is a uh, that other team from North Carolina guy, so I don't want to talk to him. Just kidding. But uh, I want to talk about the Heat and the uh, Nuggets. Question for you guys. Does this change the landscape of the NBA if the Heat win for our super teams? You know, I, I, I mentioned it to Jay the other day. Jay told me I had lost my damn mind, essentially, when I said that <laughs> many teams are going to start to take a look at the way Miami uh, has constructed their teams over the years, that's going to happen. You could kind of see it with some teams already. Maybe not as many undrafted players, but a lot of undrafted guys or second-round guys, as you know, Jay, in this league now are very are contributors to their team to a whole nother level. So I think people are going to try to start looking at that model, even though – the Heat has done it for years, and they got a certain culture. It's not lost on other organizations what the Heat has been able to do. I agree. Other organizations just don't have the godfather of basketball. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, he, he is a differentiator. Pat Riley has a distinct and unique way of identifying and having talent buy into a culture. And not a lot of other organizations have that type of culture in basketball. I wonder how much is changing, too, in the NBA, where it used to be the team that got the best player in the deal won the deal, the team with multiple superstars was the unstoppable team, where your average player now is so well-rounded compared to the way they were 20-plus years ago that like you see it like with a guy like Mikael Bridges. Oh, he's a 3-and-D guy. He could do a little more than that, but he's a nice player. But if you give him his own team, oh, look at that. He's an all-star, actually. So I wonder, with a lot of guys like that floating around in the league, even in the G League, if the, if the actual model is changing with super teams because you can find a Caleb Martin, right? You can find a Gabe Vincent, and they can do more than advertised. But it's like, uh, I'll give you an example. Let's look at the team they're playing against, right? Yeah. Do you guys know the name Tim Conley? Yeah. So Tim Conley was the GM mm-hmm. for the Denver Nuggets. 
Tim Conley's salary got doubled to leave Denver to go to Minnesota, right? So right now you have a first-year GM who's handling everything for Denver, but the, the culture and a lot of that was set up by Tim Conley. So there are certain GMs out there who have the unique ability to find talent. Sam Presti, another one of them, right, over in OKC. But it, Masai Ujiri. Masai Ujiri. But it just it takes a while, and it takes patience. One owner said this to me, right? It, it really depends upon your backing, too, Key. I'll break it down for people. So typically teams that are bottom dwellers in the league – Ownership groups are making anywhere between forty to fifty million dollars a year in their teams. Middle of the pack teams are making anywhere between ten to fifteen to twenty million dollars. If you're operating to try to win a championship every year, you're operating at a massive deficit. Mm-hmm. So sometimes your owners they're incentivized. We don't mind being bad as long as we're selling, as long as we get some players, we can sell ticket sales. Do we have ownership stakes? So once again, it depends upon how you're looking at doing it. Not every ownership group is trying to win championships right away, y'all. It's a long, it depends on how you're building to get there because you're typically trying to make money while getting there. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, I think many fan bases can relate to teams that Look seem, at the Tampa to be, Bay Rays. seem to be, uh, uh, but in the NBA, Many fan bases can relate to teams that seem to be content to be on a second-round playoff treadmill. Hey, if we win a playoff series, we're super profitable. So even though they know they're going to hit a wall, they're not going to try to tear it all down to, to, to try to get over the top. Why do you think do the Rays don't spend money? I mean, the Rays are in the midst of a, a lawsuit because they have some owners that actually want to get out, and their majority owner is saying, no, I'm not going to let you get out. So they can't do capital calls. It's really frustrating for some teams and the fan bases. Dana in Richmond, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Yo, what's up, Key? What's up, Jay? What's up, Matt? What's going on? What's up, Dana? Our Laker fan, Key, Jay. What's... I mean, I'm Max, I ain't going to like this. Mm-hmm. The Lakers is the franchise. is is the typical the typical franchise to show you what happens when you don't keep players and you don't develop them. I wish we wouldn't have never got LeBron, actually, because I like the players that we had before LeBron even got there, the young players, Kuzman. Um, Caruso, Ball, now Ingram. Now, I ain't talking about Julius Randle. Yeah, could, we could have traded him and let him go. But, da- da- but right now, Dana. after that bubble. But wait, Dana. The the whole thing yeah. is that there was a, a, a starving a hiatus point. When you talk about organizations like the Lakers, they used to win the championships. So I'm a Lakers fan, Keith, so quick, I know we used, the the fix, we used to championship. The quick fix is exactly what. They wanted. They needed a quick fix. And with the quick fix came potentially some longevity with AD and LeBron. This year, they had to take care of some business in the second half of the season by going out and acquiring other players to get back to a point where they thought they would be competitive, which they weren't in. Now they're going to have another fix to try to get to another championship. Tina. See, you, that's my thing, Dana, Keith. Dana, Dana, Keith, if, Keith. If, if, you had, if you had Brandon Ingram and all the guys you mentioned and Lonzo Ball and everyone you mentioned, would you have a championship and a conference finals in the last four years to show for it? You no. would not. Hey, Max, 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 we wouldn't have a championship or a conference final, but at least we would be in a position where we might could get another big-name player like maybe Paul George would have came to us, maybe Kawhi Leonard, even though he um, low-managed could have came. Or we could have got the boy from Chicago from L.A. To come to, exactly. to the Lakers. They're going to, as he said, trust core. me. The Lakers, the Lakers are excellent. 
They, are, they just won a championship. They were in the conference finals, and they trust me. They will get another star eventually when they need one. This is unbelievable. People are not happy with the Lakers almost no matter what they do. Jay, we're in the middle of a championship, and we're talking Lakers. See? Take it away, Max. We saw an unlikely See? unification in sports yesterday, a merger, as it were. What does it mean going forward? KJM ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Michael Collins, ESPN golf analyst and co-host of Maddie and the Caddy, is with us now. Michael will be playing in the BMW Charity Pro-Am Tournament on the Corn Ferry Tour this week. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, good morning. What's happening, man? What's popping, Michael? Michael, I- I'm going to start this segment off. i got to take a hard swing. You ready? So, <laughs> Jay Monahan. Haymaker, here yeah, it comes. All day long, Jay Monahan right, suggested that Live golfers were betraying the victims of 9-11 attacks. He's alluded to that for a while now, and the quote he actually had on a live broadcast was, I quote, have you ever had to apologize for being a member of the PGA Tour? End quote. Now that they've have formed this new co, <laughs> that it was broke the internet yesterday for guys like Rory McIlroy who have stood his ground for the longest how do you even begin to repair, one, not those relationships, secondly, to get those guys bought into what the new co is going to be and actually get them to vote yes in order for it to happen? I don't know, man. And that's straight honest. I don't know. But look, let's start with that first thing. Like, is it – that's a hardcore thing to say, but the same thing with – Look, the dude who helped broker this deal, Jimmy Dunn, my man had really close people pass away in that 9-11 disaster, in the terrorist attack right there, okay? But, like, while I understand the, 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 the hurt that families are going through, too, like, are we really going after golfers on this? Like, they're... There's plenty of things that me and Stephen A. Smith don't agree on, right? But there's a lot of stuff we do agree on. And one of them is, like, our country, the United States of America, they, we sell $9 billion worth of weapons to Saudi Arabia. And yet, now we're going to take this little clip and we make golfers responsible? Mm. Like, you're telling, you, you asking golfers now 
to not do what our own country does, like that just seems a little bit off to me. But here's where the PGA Tour made the mistake. The PGA Tour, at the time, they went all in with that group. Like, yeah, we with you. Like, what can we do to help you out too? And look where we are now. So it's like, well, here's the bed you made. Good luck trying to fall asleep. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So the PGA Tour, way back in the day when this all started going down, they also, Jay Monahan came out and straight up said, look, if this is bank account against bank account, like, we're not going to win. We can't win if we're going toe-to-toe against the PIF fund money-wise because we ain't got that kind of cash. We just don't have it. But now let's, let's break something else down here where, where this really people are like, well, why did this happen? Well, let's go back to another lawsuit that a, a player, a, a PGA Tour player had against the PGA Tour. BJ Singh sued the PGA Tour when they suspended him for the deer antler spray, right? And then it was taken off the water list, and they retracted their, their suspension of him. But he was so mad, he was like, you know what? Forget that, bro. We're going to court. And we're going to open all the books up on the PGA Tour, and we're going to show all the suspensions y'all got. We're going to show all the fines that you've given players. Because, see, this is one of the downsides of the PGA Tour not being completely transparent with fines and suspensions. And because now they got something to protect. Well, guess what? And I know a lot of people when listening right now are like, hold up, there was a lawsuit? Whatever became of it? Yeah, nothing. Mm. It got settled. You know why? Because the tour, what, five years into that lawsuit was like, yo, you know what? We're not going into court to open our books. Like, we are not so, showing the fines and suspensions of players out there because it's going to make us look really bad, potentially. Well, guess what? Now you got two big entities filing lawsuits against one another. Now, the tour, there's no chance they're going to go into court and open their books up. Again, again, this is where that PIF farm was like, well, show your hand. Let's go. So, Michael, like, We'll put our cards on the table. So talking to Michael Collins here on KJM. So, Michael, you're saying that for those who would say, well, what leverage did, the, did Liv really have versus the PGA Tour, who seemed to be doing very well, the leverage would seem to be lawsuits that would put the PGA in a position – that they don't want to be in in terms of disclosing various information. Is that it? And money. Mm-hmm. And money. And, and obviously Again, deep pockets. Go ahead, Key. I'm sorry. Yeah, they got pockets that are so much deeper than what the PGA Tours pockets are. Like if you want to stay in court and spend your hundreds of millions of dollars, you got to remember the PGA Tour came out and they were like, hey, we're putting another $456 million in. Now we got these new designated events where we're going to have our best guys playing against one another. So. All of these things, you start, you start cashing those checks, and then, you know, when it's time to add all the receipts up, you're like, hey, I don't know how much longer we can just keep – we can't keep throwing money at this. We just can't do it. And so you take somebody like a Wall Street guy like Jimmy Dunn and go, hey, uh, listen, guys, I'm, there's got to be a way that we got to come together. There just has to be a way that we have to do this. And, and make this work. But this is where also all the tour players feel betrayed because they did it in secret. You're talking about how many dudes that are on player advisory council boards, they had no clue whatsoever this was happening. It's why you hear all those guys in Canada that are up there now, they're losing their minds because the guys that are playing Canada right now are not the same dudes that were playing last week at Memorial, you know, 
for, I don't do what, $20, $30 million? His first place was $3.7 million. First place in Canada is not as much as it's going to be or was at Memorial. So the demographic of the PGA Tour members that are in Canada are the dudes that could have taken a small bag and gone to live and then stood behind the PGA Tour and Jay Monahan and were like, okay, man, we're with you. Everything's going to be better for us than we could, right? And those dudes are never going to have a chance to come back. Well, now what? Now the dudes, if they get to come back and play through any means, some of those dudes that are playing in Canada, they're going to lose a spot to these live guys. How do you think they feel? Not great. That is Michael Collins, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN golf analyst, co-host of Maddie and the Caddy. Thank you, Michael, as always. All right, Mike. Absolutely. Thanks, y'all. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there, man. A a lot to unpack there, but a lot of golfers not happy. And uh, look, I wouldn't be happy. No, no, look, this is very clearly a case of what people call sports watch washing, in my opinion, where you you burnish your uh, image, you you kind of uh, distract from human rights record, for example, uh, by by showcasing sports sports washing. And it seems to have worked, at least to this point, within two years. If you have deep enough pockets, and I think that's another reason people are very upset. If I were certain players, Max, like Roy McIlroy, mm-hmm. I would ask Jay Monahan to step down. I would. I I hear you. So anyway, back to the NFL. Just how excited should you be about your favorite NFL team's upcoming season? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. What's our level of concern? Zero, 50, more to the max. This is zero to the max. All right, to the max. How excited should these fan bases be about their upcoming season here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Nuno? All right, guys, let's start off in Chicago. 0-50 or to the max. How excited should the Bears fans be about their upcoming season? I'll start with you, Key. I would probably say 50. Uh, it, it, it's going to be an interesting season. They got D.J. Moore over there now. Justin Fields is ready to take off the second year 
with a consistent offense, you know, I would say 50. I mean, I they could be a decent team. I don't think that they're going to be a playoff team, but they certainly can hurt some feelings. I would say to the max. I, I would say to the max just because of watching the progression of Justin Fields. Like, when's the last time we've said that the Chicago Bears have an MVP-like quarterback on their roster? Right? Never, not in the it, Super Bowl era. It, thank you. So, with that being the case, every single year that he continues to get better and mature and you have pieces around him, how can you not be uber excited about where the Bears are going? You have to be. I agree with Jay. I think it's to the max. I don't take that to mean that you're going to win a Super Bowl or even necessarily make the playoffs. But if you're a Bears fan without a lot to cheer for recently, to be excited about recently, and you have a dynamic young quarterback who could take the next step given they've put more pieces around him, I would be as excited as I could remember for a season in a long time. So i got to go to the max. All right, Jay, I'll start with you on this one. The Bucks. how excited should their fans be when it comes to their upcoming season, fifty zero to the max. I'll probably go zero. I mean, look, the, the Bucks' heydays are behind them. I mean, they got Super Bowls. I, I think now you're in a rebuilding process. I think you're just sitting there. You're, you're trying to enjoy games. You don't know who your starting quarterback is going to be. It's up in the air. Um, do they have some pieces potentially to move forward? Yeah, but I, there's really nothing to be overly excited about if you're a Bucks fan right now. Okay. I would probably say zero. Uh, they got a they got a decent defense, new offensive coordinator, new quarterbacks. They got some talent, still talent that can still go on the offensive side. But I think this is going to be a one horse race in the division, and you know who that horse is going to be down in the bayou. So I would say zero. I'm going zero because there's nothing below zero. Go ahead, Nuno. <laughs> All right, Max, I'll start with you on this one. Um, how excited should the Patriot fans be about their upcoming season? Zero, 50, or to the max? Zero. They're the worst team in the division, and they're going to have a very good defense, but um, Bill Zero. Belichick has not shown the ability to win in the playoffs without Tom Brady, period. And in this case, I don't think he's going to get to the playoffs. Although, if Tua can't make it through the season and – the, something happens with like he'd have to rely on injury to other teams. I mean, it's at least a fifty though, Max. You can't really? say it's zero. You want to see the Mac Jones well, season coming up? Well, I, I do underneath Bill O'Brien. Like now, there's a new OC. There's familiarity there, right? It's about making him as comfortable as possible. I want to see how this draft pick actually works out for Bill Belichick. And even though I know you hold it against him for not making the playoffs, the, the guy still understands how to put together pieces of championship teams. Oh, I'm and to the max excited to see it. I'm saying if I'm a <laughs> Patriots fan, I'd at be at a zero. 50. You're at least Go 50. Ahead, if I'm a Patriot fan, I would say to the max. you got to understand professional football. you got to understand the way the foundation is laid down. Bill O'Brien comes on the one – thing that Bill Belichick did admit to is that he made a mistake with Mac Jones in the offense last year. Having Matt Patricia and Joe Judge implement an offense had no business doing it. He corrected that by going to Nick Saban and saying, hey, I need my guy back in Bill O'Brien. Not only did he do that, Devontae Parker is there. Juju Smith-Schuster is the best wide receiver, in my opinion, talent-wise, outside the only guy. Randy Moss is way over and above Juju Smith-Schuster. Outside of that, 
it's the same sort of situation. You put him inside, you got Kendrick Bourne, you got Devontae Parker, you got guys that could actually do something. Mike Gusecki comes over from the Miami yeah. Dolphins, Hunter Henry at the tight end position. Go back and look at the history of the, the New England Patriots. Defense. It's all solid and sound. Ben don't break. And our offense don't turn the football over, methodically move the football down the field. They should be excited about this. But, Key, are they going to be to the max considering this team has won Super Bowls, like, recently? Like, because wouldn't that mean that? Like, all right, so since Bill Belichick has won Super Bowls, so many of them recently, right? Yes. Should they still be to the max? Because wouldn't max imply that they have a chance? Unless you're you're telling me that that means they have a legit shot to win a Super Bowl this year. No, no. It's a fan base excitement. Yeah, that's what I'm asking you. That's a fan base. Just because you're excited doesn't mean you're going to the Super Bowl. Just means the fan base should be juiced to know it's going to be different than last year when their offense could. We couldn't get a yard. Yeah. They stunk, as they like to say. They were bad. And so when you look at it, this is a completely different situation. There is hope with Bill O'Brien, okay? There is a lot of hope when you look at it. He knows what he's doing. He is a, compl- uh, a, a complete offensive coordinator that knows what he's doing. When he was at the Houston, Texas, that offense was, was pretty prolific, man. They were. They, he knows how to dial it up, and he knows Mac Jones from college. So there's a good relationship there. I'm excited for him. I really am. All right, um, Green Bay, Green Bay Green Packers. Pay? <laughs> yes, exactly. We all, some of us make mistakes, Jay, and some of us can admit it. I made a mistake. <laughs> wow! 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 wow. Know, Somebody's defensive. Know, <laughs> Somebody's defensive. I learned from, I learned from you, uh, Green Bay <laughs> Packers. Uh, how excited, Key, should their fan base be going into this upcoming season? Zero or fifty? To the zero, fifty or to the max. Own that one too, Nuno. I I would say, I would say fifty. You know, it's so weird that I'm coming at a fifty for them and a and a max for New England Patriots. But I think because you 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 had such a, I don't know. It's it's a weird situation because they haven't really seen Jordan Love play all that much. They've seen uh, Mac Jones play in New England enough, so. I would say fifty, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't put an excitement on. I just say fifty. No, I'm fifty. I'm 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 a little bit excited about the Packers. If you're a Packers fan, I mean, look, your defense got better last year towards the end of the season. That wide receiver core actually started to mature. I mean, and they had a legit shot to make the playoffs, right? So now I'm very curious to see how Jordan Love hits the ground running. And I, I think having the right pieces in play from a play caller perspective and Jordan Love has a talent, that's a 50. I totally agree with the 50. You have to be excited to see that the page has been turned. What does this kid have? It doesn't mean they're going to make the playoffs, but you want to start to see what's there. So you've got to be, I think, at least at a 50. Is that it? We're good? That was to the max. Mm-mm. Well, we got a minute here. So. No, we got a minute. Let's yeah. use it. Let's use the minute. All dude. right. Real quick, Jay, your Dolphins, how excited should their fan base be? Zero, 50, or to the max? To the max. I mean, it's to the max. Like, you have a legit shot to win the Super Bowl. The question comes down to, I mean, look, people can talk to you about the defense. They can talk to you about all the pieces surrounding the quarterback. The question comes down to the durability of the quarterback, Tua. That's what it is. But if he can be healthy, he is talented enough to be a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, I don't know about, I don't know about the Super Bowl, 50, I would say. 
Or you can say they should be excited. Tua just has to stay healthy. I, even if he stays healthy, I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I go to the max. And, and the, the drama of whether he can stay healthy, and you certainly hope he does, right? It's head injuries we're talking about. But there is, there is drama there because we don't know if he can. But I would be to the max excited about the season if I were a fan. Because if he does, they could win the Super Bowl, I think. All right. What should we expect from Game 3? That's coming up. KJM. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.